no joke, this episode was just so doggone good. And I said to myself, I think I need to give it to you again. Because at the end of the day, every single time you settle, you miss out on things. You miss out on things that are waiting for you. You miss out on things that have been scheduled for you. You're missing out. Settling is like the devil to me. Settling is like at the bottom of the sea. Settling is like the number one thing that I don't want you to do. It's the number one thing that I know that'll hold you back, keep you trapped, keep you broke, keep you frustrated, keep you angry, keep you out of the relationships that you have been vying for. But it's not just settling. It's settling for mediocrity. Settling in areas where we don't have to. Settling in areas because we are consistently devaluing ourselves. Man, I know for a fact that you're going to, (laughs) I know for a fact you're going to sit back in your chair as I did listening to this. And more importantly, I'm going to beg you to take notes, make some decisions and don't leave it to chance. Because at the end of the day, you're either doing the damn thing or you're not. So the essence and the word is not just do the damn thing daily but do the damn thing daily please i can't tell you how many people i meet they're like yeah i'm doing it as often as i can but it's like as often as you can doesn't really have the same effect you know that you're meant for more you know that you have the capacity of more you know that you've got this insight you've been given something to give birth to and what is happening is that we're wasting time I'm begging you, as I think about all the people who are not here today, I think about all the people who would love to be where I am, where you are, just to be here. I'm begging you to no longer settling for just doing the damn thing often. So many people ask me, Tiffany, what do you do? I help people tell their story so that they can build a life they love, which means they're doing the damn thing daily. They're doubling, tripling, quadrupling their revenue, their dollars, their cash. They're living more holy than they've ever lived before. They're able to measure their life by love and laughter, and they know how to tap into their peak performance. For me, doing the damn thing daily is like, is a must. And there is our level, what we want to operate in. And then there is a level, what we should be operating in. You know that you have so much inside of you, but yet There's a potential for it to go to the grave. There's a potential for the world to not see it or for the world to see pieces and parts of it. Pieces and parts of it almost sometimes might as well be none. My number one beg and ask is that you stop settling. Stop settling for mediocrity. Stop settling for mediocre people. Stop settling for mediocre bullshit statements that are made to you. Stop settling for things. Life is too short to settle. I just finished doing a class and as I was sitting here about to wrap up, I thought about all of the people that I meet who just settle. They settle for living with a person they don't go crazy about, that they don't love desperately. They don't want to make love to. They just want to, they're okay with just being there. They settle for only having a handful of dollars in their bank account. They settle for living in cities that they don't love. I mean, literally and truly, what the hell is life? If, if, if Like, really stay with me for a moment. Like, in all honesty, it doesn't even make sense to me to settle for a life that you don't love. You know, for a long time, I believed all of the things my ex-husband told me. I believed that I was odd. I believed people didn't like me. I believed that I was strange. I believed that I didn't have enough. Like he used to tell me all of these things and, and it sat inside of me. And I thought, man, I suck. I just suck as a person. Well, that's part of me. The other part of me is like, I just shouldn't be here anymore. I think about all of the days that I thought that I didn't matter to the world and how wrong I was. 
I think about all the days I trapped my voice in silence because I was afraid of being rejected. I think about all the days that I would walk into church feeling more judged than forever because I was, I had a husband who was running the streets. I had, um, I had two small children. I was young and they, and I didn't have any college education and people would just make me feel so inferior. And then I allowed their inferiority of me, if that's a real word, to be my inferiority of me. I think to myself now, I'm like, man, with all the stuff that I've accomplished in the last decade and a half, Jada's going to be 17 years old now. We were putting, I was putting her to bed hungry. Her and Maya to bed hungry 16, 15, 16 years ago. And today I look back, I have bought companies. I have sold companies. I built a seven figure business. I've had lots of employees. I have traveled the world. I mean, three, two days ago, I was in Toronto and four days from now, I'll be in Thailand with our clients. And I'm like, you know, my life, I love it. And I think to myself all the time about the moments where I wanted to give up, where I was like, I hate life and I hate myself. And I didn't think I was even valuable. I didn't even, I, I, I mean, I, I hated myself. I hated myself for having kids young. I hated myself for not being as pretty as other women. I hated myself because I was too, like I was too tall. I hated myself because I didn't finish school. I didn't have a college education. And everybody was like, Tiffany, go back to school. You'll be valuable if you go back to school. And I was like, well, shit, what if I'm never valuable? What if I don't go to school? I look at me today and I'm like, Tiffany Largy, damn it, you're so cool. But more importantly, I live a life that I love. Here's what I know for sure. If somehow, way, shape, form, figure, you're settling somewhere in your life. I just did a where are you settling check. And um, now millions and millions and millions of dollars late, later, living in a city, the most one of the most expensive cities in the country and traveling and living and loving life. And now building a company called Do The Damn Thing that I just adore. Like Do The Damn Thing is everything. I'm always hanging out with my family and friends. Speaking on stages around the world, keynoting, getting paid to keynote, getting paid to help people with their lives. Like you just don't know. My life is so rich and I'm so fortunate, but I remember the days that I hated me more than life itself. I hated me. I thought I was the worst creation God had ever created. And I look back and I think to myself, man, I almost gave up because I was thinking too small because I didn't own my value because I allowed other people, I allowed myself to settle. I'm begging you to not settle. If you haven't gotten to a million yet, you know you're capable of getting to a million. Let me help you. If you need to add a million, if you want to take your money and you need to go and help people, you want to go build schools with me, like literally let me help you. If you're settling for a marriage that doesn't excite you, if you're settling for pieces of your life with a team, if you're like at a point in your business, you're like, man, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm literally begging you to let me help you. It's just that simple. I, as I think about the Do the Damn Thing World Tour that takes place next year in February 2020, if you're not coming, you sure you know what? If you're here and you're listening to this, you should come. Um, if you get this far and you plug in the word community, let me see if I plug it in. I'm going to plug it in here. So it's on the thread. This is going to be a bonus. See if anybody's listening. So TiffanyLargy.com backslash DTDT tour. Okay. So I'm literally plugging in here. But what's real for me is, is that we can either be, we, we had to have to get to a point where we're done with being done. We're done with, for settling of how we manage money. We're done for settling with relationships that don't excite us. We're done settling with team members. I remember in point in my life where I was, man, my payroll was like more than 20 grand every, um, every other week. And I remember times that I was settling for employees who weren't carrying their weight because I was afraid of them being upset. I was afraid of them not liking me anymore. 
I'm telling you right now, just begging you, don't settle. Don't settle when you know you're meant for more. Don't settle because there are people waiting for you. Don't settle because I need you to be amazing. I don't need you to be half-assed. I need you to be awesome. And being awesome just means that you're giving it 100%. So inside of this rant, my number one statement is don't settle. Oh, the thing, community. If you tug, if you put in the word, I think community, it should take off. Whoops, you know, I'm going to delete that. I'm just going to tell. So we're going to delete this. We're going to delete this, okay? So that way no one can see it. So I'm telling you, put in the word community in all cap letters, okay? Put in the in all cap letters, yes, and you'll totally get that ticket. Absolutely. Hey, how you doing, Sheila? What's going on? Here's what's real. People ask me all the time, like, why did I sell my business? And I sold my company. I'm Think about this. I'm doing a couple million dollars. I just left this meeting with Xerox telling them that I'm going to do $10 million in the next five years. In my mind, I was going to be like covering the whole East Coast. I mean, there's no other woman in that space. I was one of a few black women there. And I thought in my world that I was going to rock my world. But you have to know where you are. You know, some of us get that tap. And we're like, I think I need to do something. I think I need a bridge. I think I need to grow. I think I need to jump. And we take it for granted and we don't really um, follow through. And, and then what ends up happening is that that tap becomes a, okay. And at some point you just got to make the, the decision to jump. But also when you jump, you have to make the decision to get better. If I had just jumped and started this company and I could have been like, oh, well, I built a seven-figure company before. I'm just going to come over here and magic is going to happen. No, that's not the way things work. I have to be committed to uh, mastery. Mastery is the thing that I, for me that differentiates the market. I spend an ungodly amount of hours getting better at being me, getting better at craft, getting better at stage. It's like people ask, will say, well, Tiffany, you're the highest rated speaker on so many stages. I'm like, yeah, do you know how many hours I spend to make sure that I master that? I couldn't figure out Facebook to save my life when I started my company, when I started Onwards to Freedom. I was like, Facebook, womp, womp, womp. But you know, the truth is I spent a lot of hours understanding and getting better getting better. You have to be done with being done. You got to be done with settling. There are people who are living amazing lives. And then there are people who are just wallowing through life. You're settling for what's in your bank account. You're settling for the kind of marriage and the way your, your woman talks to you, the way your spouse talks to you. You're settling for how much sex you do and don't have. You're settling. Like you're just settling for things. You're settling for things for being overwhelmed. Sometimes we're in a place where we're like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. You're settling for the fact that you don't have the friends you want. You're settling. I don't know why you're settling, but I know you are because I know I was. And I know that even this year, I looked at my life and I was like, man, there are some serious, serious reality check areas in my life that I'm settling. Here I am. Um, we're around the world. We've got a strong team. And I, and I had to have this moment where I said, you know what? I think the number one, the biggest challenge that we have in life is that we're so afraid of ourselves. We're so afraid of our fear. We're so, we're so afraid of the fear of other people. We're so afraid of the fear that they impose upon us. That we're so afraid. We're just flipping afraid. And at some point, you gotta be afraid. You gotta be, a, you have to be bigger than being afraid. You have to be bigger than the fear. My dreams ride me so hard right now that I don't have time to be afraid. I don't have time. I don't have time to be afraid. I don't have time to worry about what people are thinking about me. I don't have time to think about the shit that people talk about me. I don't. 
I don't have time for it. And I'm just telling you, baby, you shouldn't have no time either. I don't got time for the way people think I should be dressing. I don't got time for the way people think that I should look. I don't got time for the way people think that I should talk. I don't have time for the way that Christians tell me I'm, I don't have time for the way parents tell me that I shouldn't have Kayla in a do the damn thing shirt in her elementary school. I don't have time for that. And you don't have time for those things either. So here's my message, my very simple black and white message. Okay. Number one, be done with being done and stop settling. Number two, stop. Let everybody else go and do them. Let them go do them. You know, you motherfucking do you right where you are. You know why I've grown to this company so big and so fast. And it's not so big. It's not that we're huge by no means. But before I started, every person I knew and every expert, every $10 million plus guru coach on this planet who I talked to told me I could not do what I'm, what I, I could not do what I'm doing today. It was impossible for us to build the kind of company that I had in my mind. I said, I don't want to settle for these meetings. I made a decision that I didn't want to be another coach out there. I didn't want to go and settle for these mediocre coaching programs and mediocre. I'm not going to care about people and mediocre. I'm just going to care about people until their ability to, to pay me. I hated all the coaching programs and I, I, I grew sick of hearing these coaches who, who were coaching coaches and how to be coaches and then their amazing business strategies. I'm like, like shit, they are. I, I mean, I may not know everything. Yes, I was in my little regional business and my little desk in the tiny city. But I'm going to tell you, I built a multiple seven-figure business. I bought my competitors out. I sold my company. And with cash, I had cash in my hand. I actually sold my company. I, I acquired my competitors. And I'm a black woman in the South. Like, I may not have known a lot of things, but I'll tell you, I built a seven-figure business without touching the internet, without having an online course or any of that foolishness. So when I walked into this industry and I'm seeing all this stuff, I'm like, you know what? Shit, I don't want no part of that. I don't want no part of those programs. I don't know want no part in the relationship. I don't want the way they do business. I don't have no time for that. I was like, you know what? Why can't, why can't I build what I see in my heart? I see that I can help people, but I can also care about them hard. I can love them. I can care about them. I can make them family. I can give them a place to be because you know, every time I, you know, what I think it is real talk. I think get, give me an emoji. If you, if you hear me, if you know what I'm talking about, if you've ever been there, because this is a rant that has just turned long, but it's important because you know, every single time I saw a coaching program and I saw, let's have the VIP people and let's have the people who can't pay me more than $500 people. You're way over there and you're over there. You know what I saw? I saw a whole room. I saw a whole industry of people who kept me out. It's the same shit that kept me before. I remember not having no money in my bank account. I have Jada and Maya. They're 18 months apart. I'm a black girl. I don't know where my husband is. He's actually my husband, but he's not home. We're going to bed hungry. He's running the streets. He's gone for weeks. I don't have no idea where he is. And all I could feel uh, was the judgment. 24 hour a day flipping judgment. 24 hour a day. Church, I was judged. Outside of the church, I was judged. By certain colors of people, I was judged. Everybody had a label for me. And then when I needed to go get assistance, everybody had a label for my butt too. They were like, mm, poor young black girl, you stay over there. People who have money, have two-parent households and whatever else, they're over here. They clearly are smarter. They're better. When I walked into this coaching industry, it reminded me so much of church. And I think that's why I got so angry about it. It's not just church. It reminded me of all the people who basically told me that I was not platinum. And I was like, well, fuck you, because as far as I'm concerned, 
with no money in my bank account, I am platinum and my children are platinum. We may not have a place to live. I may still be black. I do not have a college education. I do not have any licenses, but damn it if you will let me make me feel small. Damn it if you will talk to me like I'm stupid. Damn it if you will treat me like I do not matter. The moment that I made a decision to let go of other people's ideas and philosophies about who I was and I stopped allowing their ideas, their version of me to become my version. You get it? Because like they had a version of what they saw of me and I was allowing that version to be my perception. I had to let go of that. I had to let them keep their perception of me and I had to be willing to hold on to my perception of me and I had to hold on to it for dear life because I was so scared all the time. All I know is that the moment that I made a decision to stop settling, stop answering to other people's calls, stop worrying about what they were and were not doing. When I walked into this industry, I could have paid attention to other coaches. I congratulated and thanked everybody who had made their money, made their way up. But I'm like, you know what? I don't believe in that stuff. I just know about me, my little Miami Caribbean third world mind told me the way to help people is to love them. And to love them when they can't love themselves and to love them past their ability to make another payment and to be as raw and authentic as I possibly can. And it's like raw and authentic is like, oh, I'm going to show you parts of me, but it's like the ugly parts of me are the parts that have the lessons. The ugly parts of me are the parts that matter. The ugly parts of you, baby, are the parts that matter. I'm telling you right now. If you're still here and you're saying, Tiffany, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think I need your help. I need your help in doing the damn thing. I need your help in getting to the next level. I need your help in out of these programs and into here. I just need your help and I don't even know what. I literally am going to say, please, please send me your phone number. I want to do this old school. There's no link. Uh, send me your phone number in a private message. Hit Tiffany Largy. Hit message and send me your phone number. I'm dead serious. I am a hundred percent dead serious. I am absolutely because I'll tell you, nothing makes me more sadder than thinking about people who take their what they were meant to do on this planet to the grave. I believe that sometimes the reason why the world's so off balance and why we have so many problems is because so many people who are being called are not stepping up to their place, and that we're part of an ecosystem. And I'm like, well, damn it, I won't be the one to not stand up and fulfill what I've been given to do and to respond to the call that God's called me to do. So it's like, I feel like everyone is in, everyone is meant to, to be in a certain space, but because like, it's like 10 of us, right? So number two is here. Number four is here. Number eight, but number three, five and seven are missing in action. It's like the wheel doesn't quite turn right. That's where we have perpetuation in trafficking, perpetuation in hunger, perpetuation in orphans, perpetuation, and all the things that make me just make me weak and bring me to my knees. And I, all I know is that I, I have a responsibility to show up at a hundred percent and more importantly, to do my best to be an example for the other people who I know have the leadership in them, the ability to do the damn thing and to move mountains and to touch people, a massive amount of people on the planet. And I just have to be, I have to be the example. I, I, I'm, that's it. That's all I can be. I need to be the example and say, damn it. If I'm alone, I'm going to go fucking alone. I'm going to be afraid, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm not going to sit back down because I know that I've been called and I know that there are people who are waiting on me. I do not take for granted a day that goes by when I know that there are people in the do the damn thing nation from Nigeria to Italy and in the Caribbean and here today 
who are fighting for their lives, their dreams, and their ability to tell their story. I do not take it for granted. You know, another reason, let me just go off on another area because I'll tell you what pisses me off more is when I watch coaches, other people who are supposed to be helping people, how I watch them take people's dreams, ideas, and their deepest, their deepest parts of themselves for granted when they're willingly when they willingly go to bed at night, knowing they didn't give them a hundred percent, nor did they try when they know that that person is only buying that program because they need to make money because their child has leukemia. Like, like, and you don't go out of your way to help them win. I have no respect for coaches like that. I have no interest in partnering with coaches like that. I don't want them on my stage. I don't want them. To, I don't want to be on their stages. You know, sometimes people ask, they're like, Tiffany, you're so removed from the industry. And it's like, you know, I don't know if I'm removed from the industry. I just do my best to avoid all the bullshit. I do my best to avoid all the bullshit. I want no part in it. And I'm not interested in people who are not willing to love and help people to the core. I'm not willing to be partnered with people who are not willing to do the right thing, even when it hurts. I'm not willing to partner with people who won't sit in front of their values and their morals. Like nobody taught them anything. Like, you know, maybe I come from a different place, but I'll tell you where I'm from. A handshake is everything. My word is everything. My, you know, my father raised me to give a handshake and to say what I mean and do what I say and to go the extra mile. Even if I'm the only one, even if it's late at night, even if I'm not going to make more money, even if there's no added value, it's just about doing the right thing. And so many times I have been in rooms where I watch coaches either in their events or events that they're speaking at, and I watch them do the wrong thing. I watch them try to get more money from people who don't need to be spending any more money. I watch them take that single mom's dreams. I watch them knowing that that woman, that 88-year-old woman has no business buying a coaching program, spend that money. Like, I'll tell you what, I, you nothing makes me more sick than watching wolves who prey on the weak. And sometimes I think that that's why I stay in the game. I think there's nothing in the game why I decided to, to run into the space because I'm like, you know, like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it's almost to protect. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I feel. That's literally how I feel. I feel like I have a responsibility because I'm just as strong, if not stronger. And my mind and heart don't work that way. And I find myself protecting people. And I don't know what that means, but I do know this. I know that Do the Damn Thing Nation is not only here to say, but Do the Damn Thing Nation is the beginning of something amazing. I know that I'm willing to take on conversations that most people won't. I know I'm willing to walk and to be alone if I have to. I know that I am willing to go to go to places that I sometimes I'm afraid, but I go anyways. But, but what I'm clear on is that we're all, we are all called. I want to be clear. You were called. You were called. You have a purpose. You have a story. You have something specific inside of you that God gave you. And it's just for you. This is the kind of shit that I cannot fulfill. And the reason why I walk, I just left Canada. I'll be in Thailand in four days with my clients. Like, I, the reason why I travel the world, it's simple because I'm not just interested in the U.S. market. I'm just as interested in all of the first world people. I'm interested in the whole world, the whole world, because I need to make sure that I do my part in saying, I need you because I can't reach everybody. 
I need you to get stronger and better because I can't help everybody. And more importantly, I know that God gave you a piece of the puzzle that I don't have, but it matches with my piece. And I know that, man, if we can just hunker down together, we can solve the world's problems. Uh, years ago, people would tell me that I was nuts for thinking that I could do things like end hunger. People told me that people have told me that I'm nuts for caring about people in our community who can't afford more than 200 bucks. I know that there are people in our community who have followed me since day one. They scraped their pennies to get to a live event to be in a room with me. And I will never take it for granted. I will never outprice our event where they don't have an opportunity to be there. And I will never allow them to be overlooked in a room. It's just not going to happen. What's real for me is that we all have the same opportunity and we all have the same resources. But more importantly, I know that you were called. And if you're living right now and you're not living on purpose, you're not living on purpose, you don't hear your purpose. You're not walking in your purpose. You're not doing the shit that you were born to do. Like, you're messing up the cycle. And that shit makes me mad. And I'm like, please, 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 please do it. Please get in because I'm going to tell you, not only do I know that you are a hundred percent the person that I need, but I know for a fact that there are people who are waiting for you right now that I can't get to, I can't get to them. And I'm not meant to serve them, but they need to be helped and served. They need to be helped and they need to be served. They need to be helped and they need to be served. I will tell you this, you know, my last statement is this. It's really, really simple. And of course, I know there's someone wondering, you can come and connect with us in our group, do the damn thing nation. Send me a private message with your cell phone number. If you need help doing the damn thing, you want to duplicate what I've done around the world, I don't care. But here's what the third most important part. I am begging you. You either need to get to the front line and help, or you need to go and support the people that are on the front line. But either way, I, I beg you to do one or the other. And I'm going to say this. If you can hear this, and you see me, if you are not going to join me, if you have no intentions of getting to the front line of the of what's happening around the world, if you're not going to get to the front lines with me, I'm begging you to support me. And if you don't support me and support me with whatever it might be, right now I'm trying to feed some or I'm trying to feed 20 odd orphans and a whole village, thousands of children around the world. I am trying to do all types of things. All If you're not going to help me, and you're not going to support me, then just get out of my way. Just get out of my way. Go talk shit about me somewhere else or go bother other people or, you know, go interfere with that. Go trip up things that don't matter. Like, don't matter. <sighs> they just don't matter. So now that I've spent this time inside of my rant, I want you to know that every time I get on a stage and on a plane and I travel somewhere, everything I do, it's because I believe in humans. I believe in you. I believe in what you're capable of. I believe in what you were born for. Yes, of course, I run a company. We have a profit and we have a P&L that I have to run. I have payroll that come, happens every two weeks. So I totally have to make that shit happen. We do run a company and it is profitable. And I'm grateful and proud of the company we run today. But make no mistake about it. My heart the reason why I build a company, the reason why we're building a company is so that I have more cash, resources, and people to go solve the world's problems. It's just that simple. Everybody, like, I want everybody to be clear. That is 100% where my heart is. My heart is in the child right now 
who is being taken somewhere and has no voice and no and, and thinks that no one sees them and that no one matters. They don't matter to anybody. My, my heart is with the woman who has been sold and raped hundreds of times in the last couple of months. And she feels invincible and she wants to die. My heart is, is, is with the man who was laying in a bed, who got handed a life card, who's sick and feels like nobody cares. My heart is there. And the reason why I travel and why I teach and speak is specifically to go and take the resources from here over there. If you want to get plugged into our community, if you want to get plugged into our movie, if you want to become a book client, if you want to get closer to what's happening, man, just come talk to me. If you don't know how to do the damn thing in your own life, you should totally be at the event February 6th through the 9th. It's on my birthday. It's the Do the Damn Thing World Tour. It's everything I've ever done and thought of is about that day. The build, the beginning of me going around the world this is the very first of me going around the world and I will reach the whole world. I promise you that. I plugged in a word community. It gives you 50% off the ticket. But I'm going to say this. I beg you to want and do and be more. That's it. I beg you to want and do and be more. And why should you consider it? Because I am flat out 100% begging you to. Man, have I told you how glad I am that you're here? Like, real talk. Have I flipping told you how glad I am that you are here? You have listened. This is the part of the show where I say, go follow us. Go find us. Go follow us. Go stalk us. But just make sure that we're connected. Head to do the damn thing live, or just go hang out on TiffanyLargy.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, if you have not liked our Instagram page, go do that because you're going to want to see what we're doing, how we're doing, and how we're doing the damn thing daily. <laughs>